Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Welcome to Podswoggle, a wrestling podcast with entertainment. This is your host, Mullet, here. It's time to give out some swaggies, and it's time to talk some news on the road to the Royal Rumble. We have the entire Swoggle squad here with you today. We will start in Chicago, Illinois with Rich. Yeah, you know, um, let's start off on a serious note. Uh, we recorded last week, but didn't actually even uh, mention... The, the passing of Mean Gene, and uh, yeah, just wanted to, uh, you know, p- pass along our, our memories and our thoughts and everything, and um, man, yeah, uh, another another Titan uh, no longer with us. Yeah, it was, that, that montage is sad because it's him, Heen, and Gorilla, like, so yeah. much of our childhood is gone, so everyone put that cigarette out for Mean Gene. It also, it also uh, made me realize, like, there aren't any, like, old dudes like in positions like that anymore oh yeah it's all no. like yeah 30 yeah. year old women well yeah or or yeah or yeah. like same thing with like dapper ass dudes yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah the closest we had is scott stanford and they, 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 he's, they, he's not put on television anymore because yeah. booker t will kill him so uh also in chicago with spencer rich is just putting his fucking giant cup of water on his laptop yes yeah, it's, it's... that's He's using it as a coaster. It's fine. It's just it's he's rich. stable. I ain't got nowhere else to fucking put the thing. The laptop is on a table. Yeah, with wires and shit all over it. Jesus Christ. Spencer, thank you for thinking of the quality of the show. You know, think of the fans. recording the show. <laughs> rich, you've already fucked up enough recording. It's been a really long time since you've done anything, so don't fuck this up. Well, fuck me then. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Have you moved the water cup yet? Yeah, he put it on the ground. Good. Dust <laughs> is going to get in it. <laughs> well, good. Yeah. I don't care if you drink dust. It's the yeah. full recording will be eat, eat, eat my dust. Uh, in Nashville, Tennessee, perhaps, is Michael Whitten. Yeah, I'm home. Hey. What are you going to do about it? <laughs> <laughs> swoggle, swoggle listeners. If you know how to plug in a Blue Yeti microphone to an iPad that still has a headphone jack and do a Skype call on headphones and have it sound not far away, tweet me at MKWidden so I can just not blow my brains out. Not going to do that. So, Wooden, we can't hear hyped. you. Wooden, are you saying anything? Oh, God fucking damn it, Spencer. <laughs> <laughs> I, really, I really look forward to when... Spencer or Witten are uh, Podswoggle champion, and they make the other person record in another room. <laughs> be a lot of fun. Uh, joining us for the first time and possibly only time this year in Miami is Augie. Hey, I'm glad to hear uh, Rich's opening thoughts on on Mean Gene because uh, I, I we have a group message with Swoggle Squad, and someone can fart in that group message, and it spawns like a, like a three hour conversation. <laughs> But on, on, I'm looking at it right now, January 2nd, 1131, I put in there, I was like, R.I.P. Mean Gene. Not a fucking peep. 
and then Friday, Tope. So I have a buddy I see every now who works uh, every now and then who works for you uh, WWE, and I'm like, all right, well, yeah. fuck me, right? Yes, well, yes, uh, fuck you, because <laughs> yeah. that that conversation lived in the Discord, which is why I forgot about it in the first place. Because I feel like I already had the conversation. Get your ass in the, the Discord, man. We're all posting that, that, great videos of him. That yeah. Discord, man, it, it's it's just it's overwhelming sometimes. I'm like, I, I check it like every once in a few in a while, and I have like 131 messages unread. I'm like, ah, oh, shit. This is so you're saying you're saying the Discord is just popping off. Yeah, and you're, I, you're saying if we went to patreon.com slash arcade audio, you could also join the Discord for five dollars a month. $3 yeah, a month. Oh, it's only three dollars a month. Yeah, well, it's one easy one easy payment of three dollars a month. Talk about go. a group chat you can fart in and just have a four hour conversation about that <laughs> fart. That thing goes nonstop. I'm Let's pretty sure that has happened. Yeah, there's a whole uh, discussion channel just for farts. I think. Is, oh, there's yeah. better. Be. If not, there will be a better <laughs> Friday. Yep. Or by the time I pick up my phone right now. Um, <laughs> And it's just gonna. Everyone's gonna be like, "Why the fuck they make a fart discussion?" No, they won't. They'll be like, "Yeah, this took and, too long." And I will. I will done. delete this quicker than you think I will. <laughs> just, let it, just let it gestate for a little bit, just to see if anybody comments in it. Don't please. use that word. Uh, also, also, 131 messages. Of course, Augie wasn't gonna read them all. Yeah. Um. Uh. And speaking of gestating, in New York is tough. <laughs> Rich almost, he did. Rich had to spit his water out again. I <laughs> uh, thought you were in there. Speaking of not being able to read, so I appreciate you taking the high road on that one, buddy. You're welcome. Uh, I accidentally bought women's uh, gloves the other day, and I'm too embarrassed to wear them or take them back. So <laughs> the next giveaway we have will be... $3 women's gloves from CVS. <laughs> <laughs> what makes them women's gloves? Like I don't know, but when I scanned them, they said ladies' gloves. <laughs> and I was too embarrassed to ask someone to unscan them. Because <laughs> <laughs> I did self-check out. They're so just smoking. This is a real... Your hands are still cold. <laughs> this is uh, a realization yeah. at the point of sale. That's so good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, God bless you. All right, so we had a lot to talk about today. This uh, will be our last uh, news podcast before we um, hit the Royal Rumble Pickums, which are just two weeks away. When that uh, was said during Raw on Monday, I shit my pants because yeah. I have not thought about that at all. Are Next week's episode. Oh, man, I've had two Rumble theories already ruined. Um <laughs> That's not an exaggeration. Um, well, we'll get there in two weeks. Next week, we'll be going into our Rumble Twitch picks, which have already been recorded, and most of which is already done, sans one person, who I will remain nameless because their eyes are too fucking far apart. Um, and everyone... I, I can just... like that, that could be a mystery entry. That could be somebody that's already announced. You don't fucking know. Um, but first, we have had uh, one hell of a turnout. For the 2018 Swaggy Awards, so we got to get those announced. We got to get those um, handed out, and I'll turn it over to our Swaggy creator, uh, operator, master of ceremonies, Rich Camelucci, to do so. Thank you so much, Malet. Uh, this has been a record year for the number of uh, Swaggy votes that have been cast. Uh, we uh, want to thank Lloyds of London for ensuring <laughs> our uh, our results. 
Um, I haven't opened them yet, uh, and I stopped keeping track after a while because I wanted it to be a surprise. So without any further ado, let's get them swags. Oh, yeah, let's get them swags. <laughs> All right. Uh, the Santino Morella Award for Excellence in Comedic Wrestling. Uh, as you will remember, you're the nominees. Um, oh, you know what? Let me get. Are we gonna go through all the nominees for everyone? Uh, you know, we. I, that might take a little while. That might take a little while. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um. Cool. So I'll just run through uh uh your runner up, and your winner. Cool. Uh, yes. And you know there were a lot of uh, comments uh, on this one. A lot of people saying like, ah, oh, man, I got to vote for Kyle O'Reilly, even though he's probably not going to win. Uh, and so it's like, oh, is that going to be one of those effects where it's like enough people say that? And then it's like, that's what happens. It's not. He was your runner up. <laughs> uh, Kyle O'Reilly with 27 percent of the vote with 43 percent of the vote. Our truth oh, is uh, yeah. your winner for excellence in comedic wrestling. Like we said, it's the Morgan Freeman effect. It's like you, you're winning eventually. Right. I'm glad you got it. Right, moving on, the Once You Pop Award for Best Pop of the Year. Uh, your runner-up with 21% of the vote is Shinsuke Nakamura winning the Royal Rumble. Mm. I'll say right now, that was my personal vote. Uh, okay. And your winner, which almost wasn't even nominated, Elias Insulting Seattle oh, wow. from Raw with 38% wow. of the vote. Yeah, It was crazy. It was so crazy. <laughs> And that that win in or that nomination uh, next year would technically be in the the heat category, right? We're changing it to yes. biggest heat of the year and biggest pop of the year. So yep. he not only won this one, but he created a whole new category. That's a, that's a big win. And he did. Uh, next up is the It's My Job Award for Best Jobber of the Year, uh, with one of my favorite nominations uh, this year: the Young Lions of New Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh, came in second with 18% of the vote with 69% of the vote. Oh, no. Yeah. Kurt Hawkins. Go ahead. I'd like to officially announce uh, that next year this will be the Kurt Hawkins It's yes. My Job Award for the Jobber of the Year. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> back to back. Uh, the best heel or face turn of the year. Your runner-up was uh, Johnny Gargano, revealed as Aleister Black's assailant, with 26% of the vote. And your winner with 39% of the vote, Daniel Bryan, turning on AJ Styles and killing the Yes Movement. Yeah, I mean, that was pretty crazy. And he's just going to continue the momentum based on his promos from SmackDown mm-hmm. last night, but we'll get there later. Yeah. The uh, and may he uh, rest in peace. The Zack Ryder Memorial Award for best social media use. <laughs> uh, the your runner up with twenty five percent of the vote. Uh, you know, despite uh, booking an entire pay per view off of it, uh, no they they came in second, being the elite. Uh, and your winner, forty nine percent of the vote, Becky Lynch. Uh, that's fair, actually. Just yeah. straight up fucking bodying people yeah. on Twitter. That's her <laughs> fucking job now. Yeah. And Rich, I also have the results up. I do have to say that in a very respectable third place was Bread Club. Yes. So look, yes. that's, I'll, I'll take third place for Bread Club. I'll take third place. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I agree with that. Bread Club is humble. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Best merch of the year, which, man, I would love it if Kojima just started selling bread, <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot of bread. At, at New Japan shows. <laughs> 
Just fucking loaves of Marita. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. It's like how they, they superimpose like the S on the smash, like a not smash burger, and a, a fucking uh, a B for a burger fi burger. There's just like a yeah. face of Kojima's singe. Into the front. <laughs> oh, I would love that. That'd be great. Uh, but best merch of the year, uh, potentially. Who knows? Potentially they're last year mm. uh, getting this many votes. Your runner up with twenty two percent of the vote, Bully Club merch. Yeah, it might be. Uh, and with 57% of the vote, Rusev's Happy Rusev uh, Day calendar uh, is your uh, winner. Uh, yeah. Definitely the most innovative. Absolutely. That's the right answer. Best title run of the year. Uh, there were only three nominees uh, here. Uh, shout to LAX. Um, LAX seems to finally be getting the, the due that they're due. Um, uh, they still came in last with 7% of the vote, but they got votes. <laughs> Uh, your runner-up with 38% of the vote was Pete Dunn, and 56% of the vote, AJ Styles. Real-life story of the year. Holy hell, this was close. Uh, mm-hmm. Your runner-up with uh, 33% of the vote uh, was All In. Okay. And your winner with 34% of wow. the vote was uh, Roman Reigns' leukemia diagnosis. That's wow. fucking pretty fair. Yeah. That's fair. Those are two big stories. Yeah. yeah. Uh, next up, most devastating injury of the year. Uh, your runner-up with 20% of the vote was Hiromu Takahashi's uh, neck injury. Uh, and... And back to back, fifty-seven uh, percent of the vote, uh, Roman Reigns. Hey, congratulations, Roman. Yeah. Uh, Rich, I'm following along. Also, did we skip best finisher name? Uh, no, we're we're gonna get there. Um, I'm going by the order that they are in the on the back end stuff. So, okay, okay. we'll get there. Uh, most overrated wrestler of the year. Uh, this was pretty evenly distributed. I gotta say. Um, but a lot of congestion in the middle, and then a clear-cut winner. Uh, your runner-up with 16% of the vote was Brock Lesnar. This is for what? Sorry, what was it? Most overrated, most overrated wrestler of the year. And your winner with 28% of the vote, the country of Saudi Arabia. <laughs> <laughs> Good work, folks. Uh, most underrated wrestler of the year. Uh, this, again, spread out. A lot of deserving uh, nominees. There were seven in total. Your runner-up uh, was Mustafa Ali with 18% of the vote. Mm. And Possibly could have won if he didn't have a good, strong last three weeks. Sure, yeah. Yeah, that was a big, strong recency bias push. Um, but you can also maybe say the same. Eh, not really as much, but kind of as far as placement on the card goes uh with your winner here 32 percent of the vote andrade cn almas yeah again there were really no wrong answers there uh the how are they still not signed award uh which in itself wins the award for trickiest award to remain relevant and have actual parameters to it um your runner-up this year uh, was Pentagon Jr. with 27% of the vote. Mm-hmm. 37% of the vote. Your winner, Kota Ibushi. Yeah. Although, who knows what's going to happen this year? I mean, with New Japan, like, if 
Kenny leaves, you know, maybe. <laughs> I mean, not that Coda's necessarily the same as Kenny, but sure, sure, sure. it opens up a lot of space. Also, if they reattach his head to his body, that might <laughs> <Yes>. also help. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, there. sorry. I, I should have talked about that uh, Hideo Tommy Falcon arrow as roughly as I had after Kota Bushi lost his head at Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. Next award is for Feel Good Story of the Year. And, um, well, fellas, we've done it. We have our first tie. Wow. God damn yeah. it. Oh, uh, I hate it. There's only three nominees. <laughs> there are only three nominees. So, well, then I blame us. Technically, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> second place uh, would be WWE Evolution with 13% of the vote. And splitting it with 44% of the vote each, all in, and Daniel Bryan's return to the ring. Wow. Again, those two feel-good stories. Yeah. Uh, most fascinating person of the year. This is a bit of a runaway. Your uh, runner-up was Daniel Bryan with 18% of the vote. And with 48% of the vote, Chris Jericho. Who was, already st- I was just going to say. <laughs> yeah, off to a banner start. Yeah. <laughs> uh, dream match of the year. Another incredibly, incredibly close category. I wouldn't be surprised if this tie was broken today. Wow. Uh, second place for dream match of the year, my personal vote, Becky Lynch versus Kenny Omega. Jesus. Yeah. I would watch that. 29% of the vote. 31% of the vote. Your winner, the New Day versus the Elite. Yeah. Uh, next up, again, another close one. Cutest couple. 27% of the vote coming in second place, the Iconics. And with 31% of the vote, the Golden Lovers. Gotta be the Golden Lovers, baby. Yeah. <laughs> and third place, really anyone but the Garganos. <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> uh, career rejuvenation of the year for a non-part-timer. So uh, an active wrestler that really just found new life in their career. There were two nominees. Cody Rhodes and Becky Lynch, and with eighty percent of the vote, Becky Lynch runs away with it. I think that's fair. Yeah. Worst promo of the year. Yeah, baby. Uh, with twenty-eight percent of the vote, Nia Jack. <laughs> yes. Hey, I retreat it. Nia Jack. <laughs> he doesn't deserve it. He doesn't deserve the X. <laughs> And, well, she gives them out quick enough, don't she? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. And with more than half the vote, 56%, Bobby Lashley's sisters. <laughs> Fuck yeah, it is. Promo. It's your worst promo of the year. Who, do we, who, do, who gets that award? Does Lashley get it? Does Sammy get it? Does those three dudes get it? Vince gets it. I don't know. They share okay. it. <laughs> Done. <laughs> yeah, they each get custody of it. Yeah, they have to trade it every week. Yeah. Uh, the nominees. Oh, well, we've gone through the nominees on a previous show. Go listen to it, fucker. <laughs> Best. Thank you for your vote. Really appreciate it. <laughs> Best out of character performance of the year. Uh, the runner up is 22% of the vote. Uh, AJ Styles being a nerd and a sore loser on Up, Up, Down, Down. <laughs> And with 45% of the vote is uh, Roman Reigns with the My Real Name is Joe uh, yeah. speech. It's three swaggies for Roman. 
best release of the year. Three nominees. Uh, pretty well. Everyone got a, a a healthy number of votes, and I feel like this went the order it went in. Uh, I'll just go through all of them. A uh, big cast with twenty three percent of the vote. Enzo Amore with thirty four percent of the vote, and Pac with forty three percent of the vote. And given recent yep. uh, happenings, yeah, 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 I'd probably say I'd probably uh, you know Punched. double down on that. He's doing okay. What, did I say double down? Yeah, you're, uh, you're double or nothing. <laughs> double or nothing on that. Best promo of the year. Uh, again, kind of a uh, runaway here. And again, this this could be individual, like a single promo or promo throughout the year. Uh, you're, there's a three-way tie for second uh, between Paul Heyman's tearful promo, Kenny Omega, Xavier Woods, Hot Pepper promo, mm. and just Samoa Joe in general. Your winner with 42% of the vote, Becky Lynch. Yeah. Hmm. Best new signing of the year. Uh, coming in second place, 25% of the vote, Ronda Rousey to WWE. Uh, with 30% of the vote, your winner, Ricochet to Ricochet. NXT. Which is fair because he won. How was he not signed the past two years? It's fast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's so, how the math of that works. That's just good booking just, for the Swaggies. That is just, yeah, good continuity, good booking, long term. Good booking <laughs> on everybody. <laughs> Best new show of the year. Uh, three nominees, Mixed Match Challenge, uh, third, 10% of the vote, NXT UK, 26% of the vote, WWE Evolution, 64% of yeah. the vote. Ooh, 60, nice. Worst match of the year, the, the real dregs <laughs> of the fucking year, 13%. Here's how here's how overwhelming this was. 13% was your second <laughs> yep. place. Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. Your winner with fifty five percent of the vote in a category with seven nominees. <laughs> Jesus. DX versus the Brothers of Destruction at WWE. Blah, blah, blah. God damn it! <laughs> I have to watch this match. <laughs> We're getting too old for this shit. Kane <laughs> lost. Kane lost his mask in that match. Do you have half an hour to just no, kill? I don't. Yeah. Quite conversely, best match of the year. There we go. This I, one was hot. Again, seven nominees. Uh, second place had 25% of the vote. The NXT North American Championship ladder match from NXT TakeOver yeah. New Orleans. Yeah. This one went back and forth quite a bit, too. Yeah. I'll even say third place. 18% of the vote was Johnny and Tommaso, the unsanctioned mm-hmm. match from New Orleans. Of course you would say that one. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's the third place for anything else. You want to say fourth? It's Gargano too, Rich. <laughs> Y'all fucking done? <laughs> Tw- so how, your runner-up... nominate Rich and Gargano as the cutest couple? <laughs> see how 2019 goes. I mean, I'm not going to do it myself. <laughs> That's gauche. So your runner-up is 25%. Your winner, 26% of the vote, Kenny Omega versus Kazuchika Okada. Nope. Two out of three falls match at NJPW Dominion for the IWGP Championship. Good good makeup from last year. Yes. Best use of a legend or celebrity. Your runner-up um, with 27% of the vote was David Arquette at GCW's LA Confidential. Where he almost uh, lost all of his belt. <laughs> yeah. uh, your winner with forty six percent of the vote is uh, Chris Jericho for his implementation during his program with Tetsuya Naito and the rest of Lij. 
best hot tag of the year. This one was kind of a runaway as well. Fucking better be. Uh, <laughs> your runner-up, uh, 36% of the vote. Uh, finally, unseated, Cesaro. Damn shame. Oh. And your winner with 53% of the vote, a young man named Nicholas. <laughs> My boy. Yeah. Oh, I love you, Nicholas. Oh, gosh. Who's going to go to his middle school to give it to him? I don't know, but that in and of itself just got nominated for Best Pop of the Year. <laughs> <laughs> Is he on Pro Fight DB? Has to be, right? He has, yeah, to be. has to be, yeah. Can someone look that up? Absolutely. <laughs> He's undefeated. Right <laughs> <laughs> undefeated at WrestleMania. Yeah. Yeah. What He's a streak. More. He's got more wins at WrestleMania than, uh, oh, fuck. There's somebody notable. Bray Wyatt. No, <laughs> Jeff Hardy. Hardy technically has one now because so he has as many tag match. So he's tied. Many, sure. he's, tied with he's tied and has just as many uh, uh, WWE tag title wins at WrestleMania oh, as well. Awesome. Worst oh, gimmick yeah. of the year. He just saying he is on there and it's the most adorable picture ever. <laughs> he looks horrified. All right, uh, your runner-up for worst gimmick of the year, uh, 24% of the vote, is Drake Maverick, pisser. <laughs> and your winner. <laughs> Sorry. With 47% of the vote. And truly, restoring my faith in the institution of voting and you all as people in general... 47% of the vote, your winner is the finest. <laughs> that uneven, cheekbone-having motherfucker, Kona Reeves. So, so can I just say two quick things about this? So number one, the fact that I think a week after we recorded this, somebody shared on the Squared Circle subreddit, they were at some small-ass indie show in Florida, and Kona Reeves was there as the bell ringer for no reason whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> like, he signed the WWE, and he was at an indie show, and they made him ring the fucking bell. <laughs> <laughs> the second thing was, I'd already used Kona Reeves' theme on a previous podcast end, so I had to find another song for Kona Reeves to end the second part of the Swaggies. In doing that, I found another theme for him, for a gimmick that didn't work before the finest. It's like him as like a greaser with some Asian dude as his heater. <laughs> and it just never saw the light of day, but they still made a theme for it. You know how bad you have to be to have the finest be the gimmick they put on TV? <laughs> oh, God, that's awful. That's, yeah, that's he looks like Deuce and Domino put together. It looks like Deuce and Domino ran at each other full speed and didn't stop. <laughs> All right, I know we can do this for 20 minutes, but let's move on. Kona Reeves is the human manifestation of a shard attack. <laughs> it looks like he asked his parents for a wig for Christmas, and they got him the wrong wig. <laughs> okay, best gimmick of the year. Your winner's Kona Reeves. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> uh, this one was extremely close. First and second place were separated by one vote. Jesus. 
with, with <laughs> 36% of the vote, runner-up, the Velveteen Dream. And with 37% of the vote, your winner, Becky Lynch, the wow. man. Oh, that makes three for her, too, I think, no? Uh, that's four. Four. Best look of the year. Best uh, overall presentation as counts gear, street clothes, what have you. Uh, entrance uh, uh, wear. Your runner-up, um, as I feel will be a perennial uh, contender for this. Uh, the villain, Marty Scroll mm. with 27% of the votes. And your winner, with almost half of the rest of the votes, 48%, in fact, the Velveteen Dream. Yeah, that's fair. Damn right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, back back. he didn't take his foot off the gas pedal for that <laughs> category. Uh, best song of the year, with 23% of the vote, is Minoru Suzuki, Kaze Nirare. Okay. And with 48% of the vote, Yet again, Shinsuke Nakamura, <laughs> Shadows of a yeah. Setting Sun. Three years in a row? Three years in a row, two different songs. Now, I, I was following this like more consistently than Rich. Like, I was checking it like several days. When the fir- voting first started, Kazuni Ray was a fucking landslide. I'm like, yeah. oh, damn, the streak is over. And then just over the course of like the next week and a half, it was like, oh, no, never mind. People just <laughs> waited. <laughs> is that our first three-peat? Uh, yes, yeah. that is our first repeat. Well, we've only been we've only been doing the fan vote for three years. It's the only thing that has won each year. So, all right, uh, best ring entrance of the year. Uh, let's see here. Second place uh, with nineteen percent of the vote is Kyle O'Reilly's Air Guitar. Uh, which, yeah, that's fair. Any other year, possibly could win, but with thirty-seven percent of the vote, thirty-seven percent out of seven total nominees is. Joey Ryan's penis druids yeah. at all in. Yeah, that was something else, man. <laughs> Best finisher name, and uh, as is is known, like you know, these don't expire. You can keep re-upping on this as long as you still have a dope ass finisher name. We had a three way tie for uh, for second place for runner up. Uh, unseated Black Mass, eighteen percent of the vote, along with Up Up Down Down and Fairy Tale Ending. Uh, your winner uh, for best finisher name of the year with 20, 28% of the vote, or, Orienteering with Napalm Death Fuck for yeah. Zack Sabre Jr. Mm-hmm. Best debut of the year. Your runner-up with 27% of the vote, Ronda Rousey specifically at WrestleMania 34. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And Not with her 40, pointing. No. And with 48% of the vote, uh, Ricochet NXT Takeover New Orleans. Cause the <laughs> well, not, what was not, the first thing that she did? That he did again in WWE in a, 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 double, a, a double springboard shooting star press to the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Just want to make sure Ronda Rousey pointed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but she pointed like eight times. <laughs> but who's, make, who's making point. more money, brother? <laughs> Ricochet had a better debut in his first two muscle movements. Yeah. <laughs> he had a better then, debut in his first two bowel movements <laughs> than half the people that have ever wrestled. Yeah, that's true. Uh, worst feud of the year. Uh, this one, I feel like, was super close, unless I'm thinking of something else. For a good while, and then one sort of pulled away. Your runner up with 26% of the vote 
was Bobby Lashley versus Sami Zayn. Travesty. Your winner. Honor up. Your winner with 38% of the vote is Vince McMahon versus the inevitable <laughs> winds of change. <laughs> okay. 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 Yeah. Right. Sammy, Sammy versus Lashley literally won. <laughs> but figuratively <laughs> speaking. Yes. The, the Swaggy voters are very smart. I, yeah. I, very smart people. In what is our largest landslide of the year so far? Jeez. Best feud of the year. Your runner-up with 11% of the vote is Chris Jericho versus staying home. (laughs) 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 Uh, I got another real strong foray into the new year. Yeah. Yeah, 82% of the vote out of four nominees. Johnny Gargano versus Tommaso Ciampa. Yeah, that's undeniable. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I forgot about that Chris Jericho nominee. That's funny. <laughs> uh, and then immediately back to another fucking tight-ass race. The We're Done Here Award for Most Outstayed Welcome of the Year. Uh, I'm gonna, Six nominees. I'm going to run through the top three. Your th- third place winner with 25% of the vote, Nia Jax. No, no, say it right. Nia Jack, excuse me. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Runner up, 26% of the vote. Uh, Brock Lesnar's title run. Yep. And your winner, uh, these are all separated by one vote apiece, Jeez. by the way. 28% of the vote, Holy the fuck. Saudi Arabia deal. Oh, please. Yeah. Saudi please Arabia has two swaggies. Back out of this. <laughs> uh, that's so good. Uh, they're back positive. To... They're not positive swaggies, but swaggies no. are swaggies. But yeah, so. but they're earned. They're negative earned swaggies. Yeah, they're the suicide squad of uh, the swaggies. <laughs> they're the suicide <laughs> squad. Suicide yeah. squad has an Oscar. Exactly. Doesn't mean it was a good movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the please don't mess this up award uh, for you got a good thing going. Don't fuck it up. Uh, this is another landslide. Um, I feel like because a lot of these things kind of we got answers to before the voting period was done. Mm. Uh, but that doesn't necessarily mean we're out of the woods. But with uh, 14% of the vote is a tie between uh, New Japan being under new leadership mm-hmm. and the all-in follow-up, which, as we now know, is all elite wrestling and double or nothing, so, which yeah. I can't wait to talk more about. Me too. Uh, 60% of the vote, your winner, Becky Lynch. Yeah. Please don't fuck this up. Two it's memes fine. away. <laughs> yeah, they got they got lots of room to fuck her up, man. Uh, all right. I'm glad we've only reached our second tie of the night, the O Buddy Award for most misused person or entity of the year. Your runner up with 90 percent of the vote is the Revival. Still running up on everything. Yeah, <laughs> and your tie. With 21% of the vote each is Sanity and Asuka. Mm. Mm. Which, easy solution to that, just puts Asuka in Sanity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd be into that. <laughs> very inter- into that. Uh, very into that, yeah. All, that's interesting. all three of those people, or all three of those Nami's just mentioned, uh-huh. were crushing in NXT. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, it's crazy. And Oscar's Oscar's starting to hopefully get back on the right track. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And San- and Sanity is the champions of Go Fish backstage. 
can't be Killian Dane and go fish. Can't do it. <laughs> uh, so our next uh, category, best commentary call of the year, pretty healthy uh, distribution uh, of votes all three ways. Your runner-up at 35% of the vote uh, is Kevin Kelly in New Japan uh, World Tag League. Everyone kind of kicks out of the Falcon Arrow now. <laughs> and with 44% of the vote, Oh no! EC3! Don't tell me! Mama mia! Mama mia! Are you kidding me? Mauro Ronaldo. The best. I for real, I would love to just watch like I, I want a picture in picture of just his commentary while sure. watching the NXT takeovers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh so perhaps or yes, definitely our most nominees of any category this year. And everyone got a vote. Everyone got a vote. Uh but for the Gotta Wear Shades Award for Brightest Future, there was a tie for runner-up. 13% of the vote apiece for Juice Robinson and Mustafa Ali. Okay. And your winner with 27% of the brote. Sorry, of the what? Of the bro. <laughs> oh. Matt Riddle. <laughs> Were you trying to set me up? I wasn't, but you're, that's just how fucking funny I am. <laughs> <laughs> Those are instincts. And he, didn't, and he the... didn't trust you, didn't have a stroke, Rich. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what it was. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, thanks for caring about me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the They're Back Award for Returning Performer of the Year. Uh, somebody who has uh, not been in the ring or has been essentially dormant. Uh, for years leading up to this one, uh, your runner-up. This is basically a two-person race. Uh, your runner-up was with twenty-six percent of the vote. PCO. Yeah, uh, he is not human. And your winner with fifty-eight percent of the vote, Daniel Bryan, or shall I say, the new Daniel Bryan? And new Daniel Bryan. Uh, your penultimate award. Your penultimate swaggy. The Unicorn Award for the most entertaining entity of the year. Uh, again, good race. Eight nominees. Your runner-up with 26% of the vote is the Velveteen Dream. All right. He's going to win a Poor, lot. Down, he's yeah. he's going to win so many swaggies. Poor and, guy was and, a runner-up three times to the same person, <laughs> which I love. <laughs> <laughs> and that person with 32% of the vote is Becky Lynch. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Give her six. She truly is the man. Probably a seventh. And finally, our MVP award for who won the year, most overall kick-ass uh, performer uh, or entity, uh, 17% of the vote, the elite, and with 48% of the vote in a seven-nominee field, Becky, wow. the man, motherfucking Lynch. Kick wow. Wins seven swaggies, which is an all-time, uh, which is a record for an individual swaggy. Of course, I have stats on this. Uh, and she's now <laughs> currently in a tie career for swaggies with Kenny Omega, who was at 4 one, three. So Kenny and Becky are at seven lifetime. Johnny Gargano has six because Rich is in charge of it. <laughs> and Chris Jericho, Tommaso Ciampa, and Shinsuke Nakamura each have five lifetime. And a bunch with four and whatnot. Uh, and also, just I want to point out for who won the year because that's all the results. Uh, for all the hullabaloo of last time, Spencer Okada got zero, zero. votes. <laughs> 
Y'all motherfuckers are tripping. You didn't. You didn't even vote for him. I didn't vote. Why didn't you <laughs> vote? Because I I thought it was improper to vote. No, man, you gotta vote. Even for your presidential favorite. candidates vote for don't themselves. Don't care. Don't care. Didn't want to know. Didn't want to participate. Well, you broken two that's your guys. Yeah, I could. I was thinking that. Yeah. I was like, damn, dude. That's on you. Whatever. I mean, all the all the voters voted for the the right Saudi Arabia stuff, so that's fine if Okada loses that one. <laughs> You'll forgo Okada if Saudi Arabia gets the gets the for the scorn. greater good. Yeah. So yeah. So Becky Lynch is fucking over. Yeah, I guess so. Fucking turns out that's uh, that's a seven win total. So thank you guys so much. Like Rich said, the results were the the heaviest and the hottest they've ever been. So thank you guys so much for that. And we will see you for the Swaggies uh, at the end of this year, where God knows what's going to happen because we are nine days into this year and we have a lot to discuss already. Let's start with the most recent thing that we talked about on the podcast, which would be Wrestle Kingdom. Uh, so last week, Rich and Spencer and I started our uh, New Japan Pick'em contest as the heavyweight division of Wrestle Kingdom. And if you didn't go to Patreon uh, for five dollars a month and get the bonus content you can get, you can go over and hear Widen Tope and Augie's Junior Wrestle Kingdom picks. So I have the results here in case those sorry those Junior picks were. Really fucking good. Yeah, really funny. <laughs> yes. I want to thank Augie for allowing me to hit the rule of threes with the uh, the arcade audio uh, stinger um, because he forgot to write down fucking points to his fucking dad. <laughs> 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 I was going to spit coke in my computer when it happened when I was listening to it for the first time. Uh, so the junior, I'm sorry, the heavyweight results. Uh, I got the victory for the second straight Wrestle Kingdom. I got 40 points for my Wrestle Kingdom picks. Getting second in the heavyweight division was Rich, despite his Kenny Omega blunder, with 29 points. And Spencer getting last place in the heavyweight division with 24 points, um, because Okada and Rapungi 3K royally fucked me. Fucked me so hard, dude. I think I think Spencer's bad. penalty is that he can't wear that that Wrestle Kingdom shirt anymore now. <laughs> um, oh, should that be the opposite? I'm, I'm, I'm wearing my Sakura Genesis shirt like right now. <laughs> you know what the sad thing is? There's not going to be a Sakura Genesis this year for you to for, buy the shirt for. God damn it! If, if you made it so I couldn't wear rest, like New Japan shirts, I would just be like half naked my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> so the junior results. So getting. Last place for the juniors, and you might be wondering why am I starting with last place for the juniors, would be Augie. But Augie's last place score was 29 points. That's right. Every single junior beat Rich and Spencer. Augie tied. Or tied. Or or tied. Wow. (laughs) This is 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 the biggest debacle <laughs> right out of the fucking gate that we have ever we try a lot of stuff on here for better and for worse like there's a lot of gimmicks that just haven't hold on held on there's a lot that had great runs and needed to just stop or they just fell off this is the worst <laughs> seriously our first fucking run at this really cool fun idea what a and disaster I am curious. Do you have this information? I, I got 50% of my matches picked right. 
I just had my bad. I had bad points on them. Do we know any of that sort of information or not really? Yeah, no, I have right here. Yeah, so uh, everybody, so you got five matches right. Uh, Widen got five matches right. Tope got seven. No, Tope got six matches right. Augie got six matches right. Rich got four matches right. And I got seven matches right. I just put fucking ten points on Omega. Okay, if so Augie had not put ten points on Kenny Omega, Augie would have finished one point behind me. Uh, so yeah, well, if I didn't put eight points on Kenny Omega, I would have fucking jerked off into <laughs> the space. Like, what, what, what could have, should have fucking bullshit is uh, just as good to me as a fucking Kona Reeves mask. <laughs> so, the reason, good. the reason I wanted to know that was that that just shows we all were basically on the same page. Idiots. We're all basically it's idiots. Yeah, it's just Wynn the confidence levels. Second place there. Win got second place. He got thirty-one points, and Tope won the junior race at thirty-three points. So, uh, for our next big show, which is not Sakura Genesis anymore, I believe it's going to be the ROH MSG show. Uh, Tope and I will be the heavyweight division, and the other four will be in the junior division. Oh, no, that's not, oh, four that's of not, us. I'm sorry. No, no, I'm sorry. No, no, no. Spencer and Rich will be in the junior division. The other four of us will be in the heavyweight division. <laughs> That sort of, doesn't have to sort of like be equaled out. Like, doesn't have to be it's three just, and three. Yeah. That's, that's the whole point of regulation. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, Rich, relegation. Right, so Rich, Rich, you would stay in the heavyweight because Augie technically did not beat you. Yeah. So, Augie didn't beat anybody. So, Augie would stay. Well, no. So, it'd be Augie. No. No, it'd be me, Tope, and Widden in the heavyweight, and you, yeah. Spencer, and Augie in the junior. That's, that's right, Augie. Yep. Come back down to earth, you motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Augie. Get, Augie, kick their ass, man. Get 10 point <laughs> Kenny Omega put motherfucker. That does has to speak that, that has to speak to the booking of of the New Japan wrestling as opposed to WWE. Where WWE, like we if you watch, clearly I'm in last place all the fucking time because you guys know what the fuck's going on because you watch. But even if you watch New Japan wrestling, you have no butt fucking idea what the results are gonna be, which I think is more exciting anyways. It's way more exciting, yeah. So, um, so the only, so there was only one match that we ended up being. It's a, yeah, a really cogent ma- point. Yeah. Yeah. There were two matches that we were all unanimous on that we all got the points for, which was Naito and Juice Robinson. Okay. Um, Okada is what killed everybody except Augie because Augie put five points on Jay White. Yeah. Okada, Okada fucking destroyed me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and then everybody missed the gauntlet match, of course, because nobody knew fucking... We should have known that Yanu was going to fucking tickle yeah. somebody's balls and roll them up for a three count. Yeah. Um, I've been trying to tell you guys. Come on. Shut up. <laughs> <Don't say. laughs> now, now, I, I, I picked those two matches, the two tag matches, the uh, the Japan guys. You fucking dickhead. <laughs> I'm a heavyweight, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Tope's recording was the saddest two minutes I've ever heard in my entire life. Not even from like what he was talking about, but it's like, oh my god, someone help this guy out, please. Uh, know so much about wrestling, but I've never felt so alone in my life. Now, uh, something happened after after all these picks and after Wrestle Kingdom, all the whole, all that stuff. I think I might have seen something online about Omega possibly coming over here. No, so we're, we're going to get there in a, in yeah. a minute. Uh, uh, <laughs> okay. Before we do wrap up on Wrestle Kingdom stuff, speaking of uh, Patreon uh, bonus audio, uh, if you listen, if you haven't, go listen to the uh, dramatic table read of the Wrestle Kingdom 11 tag match. Um, it 
was everything I wanted it to be yeah, it uh, when I came really up with the idea. Uh, and if uh, you want, hit us up with other moments or matches that uh, you would like us to uh, perform a, uh, a dramatic uh, reading for. Yeah, we'll recreate some uh, some good matches called matches. I don't know. Yeah. Or or even like you know uh, promos promos or... and stuff. Yeah. Uh, as long as I as long as Spencer and I get to be the best color commentary reader business ever then I'll, I'll i'll do it yeah i was really shocked at how good that turned out you're you're really good kevin kelly spencer fuck 15 you. years 15 years 15 years ago that would have been a, not a i will say this one thing about wrestle kingdom i've been looking every day if anybody out there can find a clean version of the god theme pass it along my way please hmm because that theme makes me want to run through goddamn brick walls. <laughs> Is it not on YouTube? That's surprising. As somebody put it on Reddit, this slaps. And it fucking slaps. Uh, uh, show was very good. I think we had kind of, me, Rich, and Spencer kind of separately discussed, as formerly all heavyweights, um, right. that it was a very good, of course it was a very good show. It was a little bit disappointing compared to previous Wrestle Kingdoms as of late, just because the undercard seemed felt a little rushed. Maybe um, the top three matches were still killer and were still great, but some of the undercard was a little bit under under the standards that we hold it up to be. Besides the the besides Kotobushi getting yeah. murdered by Will Ospreay, yeah, that match was um, fucking insane. It was the first match of the damn night. Yeah, and Kota got stretched out, uh, kayfabe. But it was actually probably needed to be stretched out because Will Ospreay <laughs> hit him as hard as humanly possible in the head with his elbow. Yeah, does he? He calls that move the Assassin's Blade or something? Something like that. Jesus, I don't, I don't, it's it's only Kota Bushi would be dumb enough to take it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Any any other big takeaways from the show in terms of results? Uh, uh, it it o- kind of played out. I got like one. We, like we thought. Yeah. Please. Okada's back in shorts, baby. The, the, I guess it was like a watch party. Like there was a watch party in Japan somewhere and like he takes his attire off and it's in shorts and it's like fucking goddamn Steve Austin just entered the ring helping McFoley <laughs> win the fucking WWE championship. The loudest reaction I've ever heard of anything ever yeah. for a man revealing that he is wearing shorts. <laughs> I mean, me and Rich were popping pop here in the living room. We we're like, oh, is he wearing them? He's, like we were trying yeah, to figure out. It was like two minutes of speculation. Like, well, I could, no. It seems like maybe there's no. some. Some material there? Uh, I, don't, I, I don't think that's it. And then, yeah, I was like, oh, I guess it's not. And then I gripped him off, and we're like, oh, she's wearing up. And that's what made it so devastating was, and he still lost. Yes, I know. <laughs> he still fucking lost. This Wrestle Kingdom was about elevating Jay White to take over that like top heel spot, and you know it it worked. Uh, we were right about Kushida. Kushida's on his way out. Um, well, we're going to NXT. Me- yeah, probably going to NXT or 205 Live. Uh, Cody Rhodes and Juice Robinson had a very not good, horrible match. Um, and yeah, everything kind of played out the way we expected. Uh, juniors, did you guys have any uh, any takeaways? The, the, I know you're probably the only one that's actually watched. I, I, I mean, I've seen like clips on Reddit and, every, and everything like that. I, somebody put it up in the Discord. I think it was... Uh, I think it was Dave Johnson put up in the Discord, but he, you look at Omega's face, and you could kind of tell. Hmm. He they, like 
I watched it. I watched it again and again, and it slowly becomes a thing of being composed in the moment and knowing that this is a big moment to being sad that this is probably over. Like, like I see that more and more as, as I watch it. Um, and uh, and yeah, uh, New Japan, stop hitting people so hard in the damn head. Like, there's a thing in there called the brain. Doesn't do well when you hit it very hard. Stop doing that. It's not strong style, though. Uh, <laughs> Tope, any any takeaways or thoughts? Oh fuck, no. <laughs> <laughs> Spoken like a true heavyweight. <laughs> no, your- it's, I was going to say it's. Uh, I'm looking forward to the MSG show, even though I don't know if we're gonna watch it are we going to that we're gonna, we, yeah, we're gonna we'll do our it. best yeah, yeah we're gonna try. i mean I'm i i mean go. we're all going there to, and <laughs> see something uh i haven't checked tickets as of late but i'm sure we can i'm sure we can find some 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 decent seats i just want to go to madison square garden truly uh, like oh I'd, yeah yeah i just yeah. want to i mean we'll just go like like walk in and be like hi we're just uh we're here for a field trip all right thanks and then just leave like <laughs> that you know um and again, I'm not going to disrespect you by even asking. Um, <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Because you already kind of inquired and asked about what what is going on, um, because you you saw somewhere that Kenny Omega was was you said joining us. I don't know what that means. No, he's not going to be on Podswoggle. No. Um, well, damn it. All right. Well, next best thing I guess would be WWE. Well, that's probably not happening either. So it's a very very confusing story. Not confusing, but it's a very very. We still don't know 100. percent uh, we can't know until after his contract is up on January 31st, so he will not be in the Rumble, at the very least. Uh, WWE apparently made him a fantastic offer. So fantastic that he actually is strongly considered or considering it. Um, he New Japan badly wants to keep him, because why the fuck wouldn't you? Um, but New Japan is struggling over working with ROH still. Or if they they want to continue to work with ROH, because that's the current deal they have. But that means they're not working with this new little company called AEW, which just got announced this past week. And Kenny Omega really, really wants to go to AEW. Gotta stick together. That's probably where he's going. Uh, oh, do you have any idea that there's a new wrestling, a national wrestling company starting? Nope, not a clue. Can you? <laughs> what, what, is a, what does AEW stand for? Stands for All Elite Wrestling, and it is going to be owned by uh, the Cons, who own the Jacksonville Jaguars, Shad and Tony Khan. Tony Khan, who is a giant wrestling fan and literally uh, like a Wrestling Observer subscriber longer than we had a podcast. Um, It will be ran by Cody Rhodes and the Young Bucks. As all three executive producers, I think they all are actually executive producers, as they as they were confused about their roles during the press conference they had. <laughs> I, I shoot, don't know who's making this announcement. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really good first side for a company when you haven't figured out who's going to say something. Um, so Cody will be mostly in charge of like like the the business technical aspect of the product that they have. Uh, basically, like the Kevin Dunn, if you will, of the company, um, and the Young Bucks are essentially going to be like the bookers and the ones like making the matches and the storylines, <laughs> while still performing. 
and they are having an ex- signing guys to lucrative exclusive contracts to start a company from scratch that is going to probably offer health benefits at some point, equal pay for women and men. Um, not a awful, ridiculous, rigorous schedule. Um, possibly getting national television on a Turner Broadcasting Network at some point, or some kind of television at any juncture. Uh, we'll be having two major events, one in Las Vegas called Double or Nothing to follow up All In that Topi and I will not be going to. Um, for the sake <laughs> of our lives, man. Well, you can change that for the sake of your wives. <laughs> That's right, Tope's got one. We just been KT. Well, no, if he goes out there, you better damn well believe he's going to get married. <laughs> Tope, you can drive through and get married, man. Drive through. I'm fucking getting married on the flight there. I don't trust myself. <laughs> I don't trust myself. <laughs> oh, who's the lucky woman? Oh, this can of ginger ale I've been drinking. Um, <laughs> oh, that's, and, that's such a bad joke. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah, don't say it. And, um... And here, so besides Cody and the Bucks, they have Hangman Page, they have uh, MJF, they have Joey Janela, they SCU. have uh, they have uh, SCU, Christopher Daniels, uh, Kazarian, and Scorpio Sky. Britt Baker. They have a uh, Britt Baker. They have Penelope Ford. They have Brandy Rhodes, who is also the chief the chief brand officer. Um, they have uh, a guy called Neville. They have a guy called Chris Jericho. Oh, um, shit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was going to slip past him. <laughs> <laughs> I, wish, I should have uh, saved somebody afterwards so I could have just kept going. Uh, they will probably have... They have Billy Gunn as their on. producer. That's true. They have Billy Gunn as their producer. I love how uh, the two best national wrestling products are going to have New Age Outlaws each <laughs> running the shows, which is just stupid. Um, they are going to have probably Pentagon and Phoenix at some point. They have a working relationship with a upstart Japanese yeah. promotion. Chinese. Chinese. Uh, Chinese. Sorry. Fuck. Um, I'm got confused because of Sima because Sima's right. he Sima's formerly of Japan's Dragon Gate. Um, and yeah, they're probably going to have Kenny Omega um, on top of whatever other trips that tricks they have up their sleeve. Yep. Um, and scroll probably come April. To- when is it supposed to start? So their first big show is in May, the the Double or Nothing show at the MGM Graham in Vegas, which is, uh, like we talked about in uh, in the Discord, like not a legendary wrestling venue, but it held many Halloween Havocs, was a staple of WCW for many years. Um, and then they'll be doing another show in Jacksonville uh, at some point because, of course – one of the one of the negatives about the press conference was just how much Jacksonville Jaguar shit there is <laughs> because the owners own the Jaguar. So, of course, we had to deal with the Jaguars mascot. All like the shirts and colors are in Jaguars colors. They're outside of the Jaguars shitty stadium. They're in Jacksonville in general. <laughs> um, Jacksonville. Look, if you're from Jacksonville, you're listening to this, I apologize in advance. Jacksonville sucks. <laughs> I hate that fucking city so much. Um, but it's so big. It's, it's so there's just so much room for all the dirt. Um, <laughs> it's just the fucking worst. Um, so yeah, so that's happening. Uh, there was a big press conference yesterday uh, about it, and, and what does everyone think? Uh, I'm super fucking excited for it. I mean, duh, of course I am. Uh, but I'm also really excited for all the like the the building of it. Like, oh, is Kenny going to go there? Like, who else are they going to get? Like, it, it could be, like, super exciting. Or it could be a big letdown. 
with with all this, like you were saying, the equal pay, um, the benefits, possibly a national contract, and 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 a much easier schedule. Do you you do you see think there's any chance of this like eventually overtaking WWE or people no. being like, well, fuck that, that's a better job because I have better benefits over there. It will never take. So Topin and I talked about this. It, it won't overtake WWE, nor should it try to. It should not fucking try to even compete. It should be a definitive, different product and an alternative, at least for the start and for a very long time. Now, what it can compete with potentially and what can give it a leg up is the fact that it would be a wrestling company that would offer guys guarantees, would offer guys the benefit of not being an independent contractor, health insurance, you know, long-term like financial planning and and that's the kind of thing that guys on main rosters elsewhere could look at to, as a bonus to potentially want to go to because yeah. no other company offers that. It's all those industry side things. Uh, yeah. Every other sort of company that's tried to launch and try to aspire towards competing with WWE, like they always would be reactionary. Uh, whereas if they can just keep their blinders on, yeah. Then they can run their own race, set their own goals, and 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 make their own success. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, the thing I'm most excited about and looking forward to with this is a guilt-free product. Yeah. Be- between insurance and equal pay on a, a the no sliding scale. Uh, they're also uh, that Jacksonville show. A lot of the proceeds and a, a large portion of the proceeds are going to go towards uh, uh, a charity for victims of gun violence. Right. So it's like they're they're just like it's fucking, the opposite of WWE. They're doing so all the right ways. things. Yeah. Uh, and and beyond that, yeah, just like it's going to offer a, a better alternative for not for the I consumers, mean, for fans. Yes, of course, but also the for workers. the workers. Yeah. Exactly. That's going to be their leg up. That's gonna be uh yeah what what kind of does it um you know the only thing that worries me is the fact that it is it's not their money that they're playing with but they have Um, somebody who's a billionaire four times over from vince and somebody who is passionate about it it's not like ted turner is just like well i'm in the wrestling business you know it's a thing to have Tony Khan knows the business. Yeah. Or, or at least he's a fan of it. So more so he wants out of it more. So on top of that, I guess what I'm mostly worried about is, uh, cause we haven't had this on this largest scale in a long time. Uh, but workers also yep. have in the book, right? That's, Just cause I things get, have, things get muddy. Uh, but, I have a list of things I'm worried about, and that's number one on my list. Yeah, but like you know, this is you know you hear you hear uh, you know in in podcasts and interviews in general, like all those talks about like yeah you know just in the rental car booking the territory, you know, and like yeah if we had the territory, if we had the book, if we had control, well they do now, and and they could put a lot of great things together on paper, and industry wise they could set a lot of excellent fucking precedents, uh, new precedents, but. Yeah, that's just that's just my one concern that I would have is just like things just get politically fucking muddy. Tope. 
first I'm obviously excited because it's another avenue where guys get to work and they at the end and then at the end of the day it's like all the indie guys are like fuck now i'm gonna be coveted i can i can decide where i want to go it's not i want to be WWE wrestler i, I want to be a wrestler and they can get paid handsomely both of those ways my number one fear is guys like kevin owens and Sami Zayn and all those guys and the revival even Going over there and be like, yeah, I can go over there and be a star. And that's the number one mistake all these companies make. It's like, let's grab these mid-carters and push them. Where I think they should be work worrying about their own development. Take some of that seed money and ha- and make your money back training people and making your own stars. Because that's what WWE did. That's what UFC did. Every other company who's been trying to grab random stars have all gone up and then crashed right back down until they realized, oh, we got to make our own motherfuckers eventually. Mm-hmm. That's a good um, yeah, I have, I mean, look, of course I'm fucking excited. I mean, we haven't had something like this in, like, as everyone said, in a very long time. There, there's a lot of little things that just, like, worry and bother the fuck out of me. Uh, it's never a good thing to start a new wrestling company in the city that held WCW's last pay-per-view. Not a good start, <laughs> number one. Uh, literally, Jacksonville, Florida killed WCW. Who, uh, who's in that main event? Uh, Scott Steiner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, we back, baby. Uh, oh, also, uh, <laughs> let, me, let me take a detour real quick. I fucking love Scott Steiner. He somehow managed to worm his way back into Impact Wrestling and just got a lap dance from Scarlett Bordeaux on their last TV taping. <laughs> the man knows what he's doing. <laughs> uh, so there's that. Uh, I didn't love the press conference for despite the fact that they spent probably a million dollars on pyro <laughs> for <laughs> this small little press conference it felt small and like like it's felt small and cheap to me um which is like again i don't want it to be like throwing a ton of money out there to seem like it's like competing with wwe but the fact that like the crowd seems small and it wasn't like mike great and there's just pyro and flames everywhere. <laughs> and it's just like in a parking lot. <laughs> like I, I said to Topa, I'm like, TNA announcing that Hogan was joining their company looked a, ten times better than than like this press conference. Um, also, Conrad Thompson was there, and he just bothers me. Um, so that that's th- those little things aside. Like that's the first day. Like. I'm hypercritical of, of anything initially, but all the other things that are kind of in interviews or in like non-televised, you know, press outings are like, this is exactly what you should do for the infrastructure of a wrestling company. Mm. You just have to, you just have to stick the landings of your first products because that first week, whatever that first week, uh, television show rating is or the first buy rate on like whatever <clears throat> pay-per-view they like you don't catch people there because of the buzz you had an uphill battle already and that's the problem that TNA always had was all their first shows were fucking terrible <laughs> they weren't good so nobody nobody watched so that that's my thing uh, uh, anybody else have any AEW thoughts uh, I'll tell you what I'm glad they had fucking Pac there cause, and Jericho as well oh, but if it wasn't for Pac specifically, uh, that was the big thing. The big takeaway for me was like, I didn't give a shit about any of that shit. And then Pac showed up. I was like, whoa. See, see that 
to another negative to me was that got spoiled earlier in the day. Oh, uh, well, on Squared Circle, sure. Yeah, it got spoiled, but they were hyping that there was something else after that. Like, Pac wasn't the big surprise. When he came out, and it still felt great, I was like, <clears throat> okay, cool, there's something else. And then it was just Jericho. And Jericho, like we talked about last week, Jericho's a big deal. Jericho has swore up and down he would never work for another wrestling company in the United States ever. He's a big deal, but we all know that he's like boys with those guys right now. Like, yeah, he's he's yeah. kind of like attaching himself to their their wagon a little bit, knowing sure. that you know they're the new hot thing. And he's fifty years old, so right. how long realistically is he going to be around? And like we right. talked about last week, is he enough from a mainstream perspective? Did he get him a little bit of mainstream buzz? Sure, but that to me wasn't like I expected that. Like I kind of knew at some point Jericho was going to be involved, so. The fact that they may be holding on to another surprise later on on down the road is fine, but that that was all that it was. I mean, I was I was more excited about Janela because I love Janela. Yeah. Um, the fact the fact that he will probably won't be wrestling in 2019, you know. Um, so yeah, those those things also like they didn't have another ace up their sleeve is hopefully telling of what they have planned for the future. But yeah, hopefully. But of course, I'm fucking excited about a Hangman Page fucking Pac match. It's gonna be fucking great. Yeah. And it means we're not going to deal with Cody Rhodes probably being the first champion. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've heard that they've also been kind of targeting some legends as well. Really? I've I've heard Goldberg as a name thrown out there. I feel like I heard that which too. Are, which would be interesting in this context. He was following, he's already following all of them on Twitter. And That's media. what I saw. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, you got you got to get those guys. Like, you got to have some kind of like we talked about, like a mainstream thing to yeah. be like, oh, that guy, cool. Even just for the initial push, just to get people like, yeah, get eyes on it. Yeah, yeah. like Goldberg be a great commissioner. Like, have Goldberg be an on-screen authority figure. I don't need him to have fucking wrestle a match, or if he does, like more than once a year. But still, that's something that people will be intrigued about. Uh, when you're going to say something? Yeah, just just my share of thoughts. Um, you know. It, the big test is going to be that Jacksonville show. The Las Vegas show, of course, they're going to sell that out. If they can do really good with that Jacksonville show, they've got a chance. The one thing that I'm concerned about, other than the ones that all of y'all have voiced previously, is <laughs> tell, is telling people no. Because you have this company now, and everyone, all these, all these independent wrestlers see this, and they want it. And you can't bring on too many too fast or else it's going to go south and it's going to become another situation where people are, are kind of going to get lost in the, in the shuffle. So young bucks. And I think Cody can do really good with this as well. They're going to have to have a, do a good job of just being like, no, you can't be a part of it now, but maybe down the road. Well, they already, you already got a figure like, so Skrull will probably end up there when his contract's over. Uh, there's a lot of guys who are locked in contracts who can't do anything that like may make up a decent seg- segment of that roster at some point. Uh, it's fine if it's thin to start because then the intrigue of who's going to be there is fine. But to your point, like this is an opportunity. I don't want them to do the same thing for guys that are already at places. I don't want them to all of a sudden be like, all right, and our first three matches of the night are Ty Dillinger versus No Way Jose and fucking Mojo Raleigh versus Sammy Callahan. Like, no, I don't want guys that have had (laughs) national fucking exposure that are just there because they don't like where they were 
and they didn't amount to anything. I want guys who have not gotten a shine or guys who have a legitimate case to being underused. Um, so that's that's more so my concern. But I get your point in that, like, they're like, oh, fuck, we need bodies. All right, fucking sign this guy, this guy, this guy. And then, like, they're not ready or they fucking blow and then they're stuck with them. So. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Uh, Augie, we should go to that Jacksonville show. I'm down. Let's go. When is it again? I don't think they announced exactly when that one is. It's definitely going to be after uh, Double or Nothing, which is in May. So we're literally looking at like the summer, probably. Sure. And that uh, that Vegas show, by the way, I think the capacity is seventeen thousand. Oh, saw. MGM Grand's yeah. huge. Yeah, that's where they that's do, like where... that's main boxing fights are. So like, if someone yeah, like ten thousand seats was historic, I mean, fuck. If they do, I'll be insane. That's where they had the Pacquiao Mayweather fight. Jesus. Yeah. I they get seventeen. That's hey, WrestleMania. Our hopes up on that. WrestleMania two started in a in a casino as well, so you know they're just following historical precedent, man. Um, it's all it's all exciting stuff. I mean, it's it's going to be interesting to see what fucking happens. The big thing is Kenny. Like, like I. I think it's pretty much set in stone that he's going to go, but the ROH stuff is just insane to me. New Japan, like once you look at the scape of like the scope of everything and you look at like the new beginning cards, you see the loss of everybody kind of almost immediately. Like without Kenny, Abushi, the Bucks, Cody, Kashida, like it's going to yeah. be some rough stuff. Like you you feel it in some of those shows. Um, and like, look, Jay White, Jay White's gotten better, but Jay White ain't that yet. About, about Kenny, did anybody watch the, I know they can do whatever with this and everything like that. The last being the elite. Uh, yeah. Uh, Okay. So, so yeah, for those, for those who haven't in the episode, just really quickly, Kenny mentions that he lost his phone. And then the way that the end of the episode is this camera that's just doing a POV shot finds this phone in bushes and it's ticking kind of like young bucks phones were ticking for double or nothing in AEW and stuff like that. So you can make that connection, but again, it's being the elite that could mean 20 different things. Yeah. It could just be a work. Exactly. But yeah, the implication is Kenny's going to AEW based on this yeah. B- BTE. Yeah. Um, which if that's the case, could, Imagine if they could actually lock Abushi down to a contract too. Kenny goes. That's another. Maybe. That's another. That's another decent fucking piece. Uh, that doesn't purposely remind me of this, but I did mention at the top of the show that Tope has four powers to use, and one of the powers he used on me was my New Japan fan fiction, which I still forgot to write. I apologize. I apologize. You will have it soon. And I didn't mean to be reminded of that when we we're talking about Kenny Omega and Kota Abushi. So I'm sorry in advance. <laughs> and and as I. <laughs> And as I said, I want to say on uh, one of the Swaggy episodes, I'll be using all my powers on the big Rumble Pickums episode. Yeah, two weeks from two weeks from now, Tope will use three powers. So he's only got three because he hasn't eaten yes. seventy-two ounces of meat yet. No. Uh, do, do we want to nope. real quickly? Do we want to real quickly as we're as we're uh, as we're uh, kind of going away from AEW and everything else? Do we want to quickly talk about uh, powers that are owed again, real quickly? Yeah. Do we? Uh, I'm sure they probably would like to. <laughs> uh, so let me pull them up real quick, just so everyone's aware. It's Podswoggle Powers, Tope, correct? Correct. 
Okay, cool. So uh, I owe the New Japan fan fiction, and that is it. You need to update this website, Tope. Uh, Tope, so, Tope, why did I say that? Fuck. <laughs> that's the dumbest thing to keep the champion that's, on. That's one of my powers. Update the website. Uh, Tope has to eat 72 ounces of meat. Uh, Spencer has to uh, write a whole new Japan, uh, a whole new world parody for Augie, and record himself eating uh, a bowl of kale and doing 50 push-ups. Uh, Rich has to wear a pancake outfit in the cities of Chicago. <laughs> She's going on record saying he will never do. He will always be down in power. Wait. <laughs> Hold on. I just went to the site and there's been some powers added. Yeah, oh, no, oh, we're going to get there. We're we're gonna, we're gonna close close, close that site, sir. Uh, uh, Rich has eaten his Baconator, so we have to take that off as well. Uh, Widen, of course, has the 30-day booty challenge. Widen has to uh, read the... Um, the exotic books I bought for him from Walmart in public on a work trip, and he has to smash two mayonnaise jars together like Stone Cold Steve Austin. Which I am Augie. starting. I am starting my work travel again, so good. be ready. Be ready for some pictures. Thank. You. I just want to see some social media book reading, and then you're good. Uh, okay. Augie has to take an ice bath while eating a snow cone. Augie <laughs> has to call commentary on Hulk Hogan and the Ultimate Warrior from Halloween Havoc 1998. <laughs> Augie has to sing A Whole New Japan that Spencer wrote for him. Uh, Augie has to record himself eating half a bag of kale and doing 100 push-ups. Trying to remember that. Augie has to uh, do a sexy reading of Green Eggs and Ham. Tope has already provided him the PDF of. Definitely remember that. And Augie has to do a live social media Q&A while running four and a half miles. Where the fuck did that one come from? <laughs> uh, so you missed our last game. <clears throat> and because uh, uh, you weren't here for it, you got last place. So that's what you have to do. So you can thank and, Tope for that. Yeah, and can you announce a date for that live Q&A? <laughs> uh, oh, shit. Four and a half miles? You just went three and three today. You're fine. Three. That's all. I've, I'm dying after I do three. Um, well, get all your questions out during the three in the, the last minute and a half. Shit. Mile and a half. No. Can I? Uh, can I announce the date? I guess on the Rumble podcast. Sure. Yes, and as uh, and again, as long you have to do before President's Day, or Spencer has to also run. Oh, that's correct. Yeah, if you oh. don't do it before President's Day, Spencer has to do it. Augie, please. Once President's Day. <laughs> And and just just to make it and if you don't do it, well, my powers is gonna be giving it to Spencer to you specifically on you. Okay, so then I'll, I'll do it on Tuesday, February nineteenth. Is that the day before or the day after President's Day? <laughs> <laughs> I know how comedy works, you son of a bitch. Uh, also, it's not on the website, but don't forget, at some point this year, we have to do Podswoggle Idol, where each of us will have to record ourselves doing a karaoke song, and it'll be voted on by the uh, by the uh, Patreon and uh, Discord members. So, uh, so yeah, that's uh, that's recapping our powers. So, everyone, be really thinking uh, hard during... Oh, no, wait, no, we already did. Never mind. I was going to say thinking hard during your Rumble pick. Rumble picks don't matter. It's the Rumble Twitch pick, so I hope your Rumble Twitch picks are good. Uh, you buy a black but... fucking kale. <laughs> All gear oh. toes. <laughs> the healthy section of the grocery store. I've never been there. I know. You go two aisles <laughs> over, chip the hoy, and you'll be you'll find them. Give <laughs> the, the hoy aisle. The whole, the whole aisle. Miami's weird. Uh, anything else on wrestling news? We're going to be talking a ton of WWE in two weeks for the Rumble, so I'm I'm fine skipping over that right now. And plus, you know. 
we've only had one show of the new year and they, it was just Braun Strowman awkwardly talking in front of a camera for 10 minutes, Hulk Hogan pretending to cry for another 10 minutes. And, uh, uh, didn't Nia uh, Jack almost kill Sasha Banks? Yeah, she did. And she also unconvincing, unconvincingly said the word bitch like four times after Sasha said it the coolest way ever once. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, also, uh, SmackDown last night was fucking dope if you didn't watch SmackDown. SmackDown yes. had a, I was two, almost done watching it before we started. Yes. Two great Daniel Bryan promos, uh, an incredible tag team match that featured a Canadian fucking destroyer in a WWE ring. Um, Rey Mysterio just doesn't give a fuck. Um, <laughs> and a really good main event. So, uh, so just just for catching Augie up. Um, oh, actually, Rich, you haven't finished SmackDown. Not yet. Wanna, uh, so I don't want to spoil who wins the main event. I, oh, I'm, I know, I know, I know. I've already. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So on top of so as it stands right now, of course, we have all the Rumble categories to pick for Pickums. Besides number thirty, uh, we have Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles, Braun Strowman versus Brock Lesnar, Oscar versus Becky Lynch, Sasha Banks versus Ronda Rousey. The Bar versus Shane McMahon in The Miz. I know okay. that kind of seems out of place. Yeah, it does. And, and uh, the Cruiserweight four-way, which is Buddy Murphy, Kalisto, Akira Tozawa, and Hideo Itami. Damn. It's a pretty sick fucking Royal Rumble. That's a good um, card. Also, in case you're keeping track, that is 26 confidence points you have to have for uh, Rumble. Same as last year because we have a big-ass undercard, so you have to put 26 confidence points on something. That is without number 30s. Oh, and uh, speaking of number 30, did you see where uh, the number 30s took their all-expense-paid vacation for winning Mixed Smash Challenge? I did. Yes. <laughs> they shared it on the Squared Circle subreddit, which is great. Was it, was it Stanford, Connecticut? Yeah, it was. Yes, it was. Go ahead, Rudin. No, I, I was going to make just one more quick point, so go ahead and say what you're saying. I was saying, it's just them sitting outside the front of the building with the typical, like, proof that it is them Reddit post. (laughs) It's just just great. And Carmelo looks thrilled, let me tell you. And R-Truth looks, god damn it, he looks like he's 26 years old still. (laughs) The man is amazing. (laughs) What were we going to say, Witten, before we Uh, just the Just just the two quick things about wrestling to just wrap up. Uh... I don't know if this got mentioned, but with the whole weirdness about the McMahons being in charge, taking away automatic rematches is something that should have been done a while ago. So that's great. Um, and then the second thing is, I don't. Were we going to talk about Impact? Because uh, their, their homecoming <laughs> show was this past Sunday. It was. I like the aesthetic of it. It was a good show uh, from from everything I've heard. Uh, it still ended a little screwy and funky. Uh, yep. There was uh, apparently Rich. Uh, so you were right. It was Davy and Nick, and they actually played it into the finish of the match. <laughs> like they distracted the referee and like missed Cage getting a pinfall because they <laughs> were like trying to jump over the barricade. So. That. Well, that's probably because Johnny played an immunity idol, right? <laughs> exactly what happened. Wait, his, his, wait, Johnny uh, was in the match against Brian Cage and his boys from uh, Survivor. Not, not the Brochachos, uh, but a couple of other dudes. Oh, okay, yeah, one of the Brochachos and another guy who actually would probably make a good wrestler based on his his look and personality and physical capabilities. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, it's impact. You know, it's 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 still better. It's still it's still getting good, but um, I, I I did not go to that show. 
So yeah, that's right. Yeah, it was a na- it was a Nashville. Unfortunately, I had other things to do, but you better fucking believe I'm clearing my calendar for February second for that and New Japan show. Yeah, I was wondering. Should. Yeah, you need to. Yeah, that'd be great. No, I'm fucking clearing my calendar for that. I'm going to that absolutely. Absolutely. And the oh. first two dates of the G1 are also like in Dallas. Mm-hmm. Yep, and uh, cool. not American Airlines. No, what's what's the the American Airlines Dallas Center? Arena? I the think American... it is actually there, isn't it? Yeah, the American Airlines Center. Jesus. Yeah. Um, I was scrolling through the new post on Reddit and I got horrified because I saw this fake post uh, saying, do you think Joey Janela is crazy enough to take on this bad boy for AEW? And it's just a, po- a fake poster saying New Jack officially signed to AEW. Oh, God. And I heard Augie <laughs> butthole pucker just by seeing the picture. Um, yeah, I muted my mic. Thank God. Yeah. So, um, so we have a couple things before we wrap up. So uh, we have the Podswoggle mailbag. And we have our 2019 predictions. Of course, normally for the Swaggy Awards, we have our twenty, our, our end-of-the-year predictions. We forgot to do it. So we're going to do it here. And also, from that, Rich has a concept to come up with. So, Rich, if you want to share the mailbag, and then we'll get into our year-end stuff. Yeah. Uh, so uh, this submission to the Podswoggle mailbag, of course, you can... Submit uh, anything you would like to send us uh, our way uh, to the Podswoggle Mailbag at arcadeaudio.net slash Podswoggle Mailbag. This is from Max Power. Uh, subject line, praise for y'all motherfuckers. <laughs> uh, always a fun listen. Yours is the only fan-created wrestling pod that I follow because you, you people, take the subject as seriously as it deserves to be taken, which obviously is not at all. <laughs> I'm going to take this opportunity that I've given myself uh, to bitch that the E is jamming Rousey down my fucking throat in such an overwhelming manner that I now hate Joan Jett, leather jackets, and the word rowdy. Fuck. <laughs> anyway, thanks for the show. It's good to let it like that. Yeah. Thank you so much for that, Max. We appreciate it. Make sure you send us those comments. Uh, we also have had, um, uh, I know in our Gmail, we still have a game that we've had for a few months we haven't able haven't been able to get to. Actually, somebody should take a look at that and see if it needs to be updated. Um, I think Augie needs the one to be to do that, correct? Yeah, it's a, it's a game about NXT TakeOver, so it's it should be within his wheelhouse. Okay. Oh, okay. So, so, yes, so see how updated it is, and we should be doing that sometime soon. I know Wynn's working on the PWI game. And also in the bank are just seven podcasts that Tope and I have done. Animals. Um, that is five rumbles over the course of two days. So don't don't get it twisted. On top of the two you've already heard. Uh, oh, fuck. That. Now that sounds horrible. Yeah, it does. Now, <laughs> we did seven <laughs> uh, One part podcast and a drunk history. The drunk history might actually air first. Uh, and then you'll have to Tarantino the order of what everything that happened once it airs. <laughs> But, um, yeah, so we have a, a big backlog of stuff that we're going to have coming out over the next few months uh, when we have, like, like deficiencies in being able to record. So bear with us on that. Uh, we're going to get to our predictions. But first, Rich has something that he wants us to do, and I'm very intrigued. Yeah, I just kind of wanted to give this a shot this year, see how it goes. It's uh, basically like a year-long uh, sort of game, if you will, uh, kind of. Uh, borrowing this from something that the starters are doing, an uh, NBA uh, show and podcast. Uh, what we're going to be doing is um, now that, because 
uh, Wrestle Kingdom being like in the first five days, you know, the, the first within the first and New Year's Dash within the first five days of the year kind of sets things off a little weird. But now that those are in the, the past, we can actually kind of do this with a clean slate. Uh, what this is, is uh, let's just call it the, the, the champion picking game. Yeah, a real real catchy name like that. I the champion picking game. I ain't, I, CPG for <laughs> short, just a normal acronym. I've been <laughs> trying to think about how this is going to work for wrestling to come up with an actual name. So, if I, And all Lord knows I can't name shit. So if anyone That's would fun. like to name this, exactly. <laughs> if anyone would like to name this, by all means, at Podswoggle on Twitter. Clash uh, of Champions. There we go. Actually, we might be able to get the rights for that, too. I don't know if <laughs> he's let it slide. So. Uh, but, yeah, so what we're going to be doing is um, right now we are going to each select one wrestler. Uh, we're going to select a, a wrestler who we think will be the next person to win a major title in their company. The companies that we'll be going by are WWE. Uh, both Raw and SmackDown will count for that. NXT, New Japan, uh, just the IWGP heavyweight title, ROH, uh, Impact, and when AEW comes into the fold, AEW. We will add it. We will add it, yes. Also, um, for uh, for WWE, men and women, Raw and SmackDown. Yes, correct. Um, thank you. Uh, and so we will each pick... One wrestler that we think will be the next person to win a major title in their respective company. Um, once they are selected, they cannot be selected again. So, and this resets whenever a new championship is won, regardless of whether or not we hit it or not. So, for example, say someone were to pick Apollo Crews and uh, tomorrow night, uh, Fucking uh, Kenny Omega wins the IWGP t- heavyweight title back again. Right. All of everyone's picks reset, and you won't be able to. No one can pick Apollo Cruz again, even Every, though he didn't win anything. He's even, out of it. He's exactly. Been burned. Yeah. Once they've been picked at all, they're done. Cool. Um, and whoever has the most points at the end of the year uh, wins. So you get one point just for being the correct person. Correct. Okay. Yeah. And but if nobody gets it, nobody gets it. It'll reset. Oh, so the, oh, even if all of us have picked a champion and a, and a, a seventh person gets the title, mm-hmm. it's it's cleared away. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Or like you know, someone had Omega, you know, to begin with, but then he wins, you know, something in in fucking December. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and we're each just and we're each just picking one person, and it can be any. So like in the in the realm of possibility, like Omega's probably going to AEW, but if Omega actually signs with WWE and wins the WWE Championship, that would still count no matter what. Sure. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. matter what company they're in when, he, when they yeah. do it. Right. As long as they won one of the titles, we're counting. Sure. And just because there could be like some major title changes, several on one card for WWE, uh, for example, uh, we'll just... It'll just... Yeah. The first one that happens counts, uh, and then we'll just reset after the show. That would um, fucking blow if like both titles change hands at WrestleMania, which for title goes on first. Yeah. <laughs> that would fucking suck. Okay. Um, How are we... How are we determining who's going to go first? Uh, what are uh, the pickums? Uh, pickums right now? Pickums right now, as it stands. Also, while you figure that out, goal. does anybody have any questions? No. Uh, uh, no. Nope. Um, okay, where do I start? Um, 
You're gonna so basically you're just, you're just picking. Go just let me ask my questions. Just let me ask my questions, and I'll, and I'll get it. I'm like Judge Judy. You don't know where I'm gonna go. I just want answers to the questions. Uh, when you pick a person after the championship, after a championship changes hands, that person can no longer be picked, even if that person wasn't the one to win the title. Correct, and they can't be picked by anybody ever again okay. for the rest of the year. Once the burnt, the burnt. Okay. If a person who is the person to win the title and reset it all, if that person was not picked, that person can also never be picked for the rest of the year. So like oh, in your so like in your in, yeah. yeah, so like in your example, Apollo Cruz wins, but nobody picked him. Nobody else can pick him for the rest of the year. No, he can be picked. But okay. you won't just you, you just won't... have to wait for him to lose the title. Yeah, yeah, oh, okay. to win it back. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And That's the a good companies question. were, and the companies were WWE, ROH, Impact, New Japan, AEW. When was there one more than I'm missing? NXT. NXT. Which, yeah. And these okay. are just the heavyweight, the heavyweight championships. So the Universal title, the WWE title, the Raw Women's SmackDown Women's title, the ROH World title, Impact World title, NXT World title, and whatever the AEW World title would be. I see U.S. None of that counts, right? Uh, correct. Also, okay. uh, as far as TV tapings go, um, we're going to go with when it happens at the taping. Okay, so physical date. Physical, yeah. Got it. Okay. okay. And Pick we're only yes. one more last question. I promise. Women are only considered for WWE. No. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, oh, sorry. Sorry, yeah. yeah. Sorry, yeah. No, you're right. Yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Okay. Um. Thank you. Mm, oh God. Well, I'll I'll also extend that to Impact and NXT as well. Okay. All right. Got it. So pickums are Tope, Mullet, Rich, Widen, Spencer, Augie. Just so everyone knows how points stand before. Arguably our biggest event of the year before Mania. Tope's at 24. I'm at 23. Rich is at 20. Widen is at 16. Spencer's at 14. Augie is at... Oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm on the wrong page. I'm sorry, guys. Yeah, I was uh, about to say, those totals are low. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, Tope's at 43. I'm at 40. Rich is at 31. Widen is at 28. Spencer's at 23. Augie's at 21. My bad. So uh, a Tope would then technically get to pick first. So hold on, that it went Tope, you, me. Win Spencer Augie. Okay. So Tope. I, mean, I don't wanna I don't wanna go first. Well <laughs> good luck. Good thing you don't have to go first. I'm gonna go from the bottom up. Uh Ooh, and go with bastard. Augie first. That's fair. Man, I want to go first. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's fair. Yeah, that's that right, the right way to do it. Ah, uh, fuck it, Strowman. Okay. I don't think it's gonna happen that soon, though. But Spencer, I don't fucking know, dude. Uh... <laughs> Is Becky a champion right now? No, she's not. Becky. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it, it was between those two. For me, Widen. Um, kind of giving my 
hand away as far as what I think is going to happen. Bianca Belair. Ooh. You sneaky bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're fucking telling me. Oh, wow. Was that your your pick, Rich? I was thinking about it. I do not have my finger on the pulse of the WWE in any capacity right now. Yeah, can can, I mean, it's too late now. I already made my pick. What is the next pay-per-view any company? Uh, well, it would be NXT TakeOver Phoenix. It's the night, the night before Royal Rumble. Ah. You motherfucker. Uh, Richard, next. Uh, I am... <laughs> uh, fuck. I'm going to go with The Miz. Really? Oh, the Miz? Tag titles don't count, right? Fuck no, I'm an idiot. It's my own goddamn oh, game. Miz would have been my fucking goddamn. No, stop it. Miz would have been my first pick. No, I know, but... I know, I know, I know. God damn it! I'm just trying to fucking concentrate on other things here. Yeah. I'm trying to make fun for you guys, okay? Uh, um, then yeah, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with the styles. That makes sense. Mm. All right, so just to clarify one more time, Raw Men and Women, SmackDown Men and Women, NXT Men and Women, Impact Men and Women, ROH Men, and then AEW whenever it happens, and New yes. Japan. Yes. And New Japan's uh, only the heavyweight championship, so. Right. Yeah. Jesus Jones. Uh, there's no way that lasts that long. But do I just take it to eliminate it? That's another strategy. Just you fucking take somebody away you think else is going to happen. Yeah. That'd be stupid, though. Uh, I'm going to... I'm going to go with Brian Cage. Okay. <sighs> I'm pretty sure they're taping like for the next like six months, like this week. <laughs> so fuck it. <laughs> Smart. That's another thing. Uh, how are we counting TV ta- like tapings? Like as when it happens, when it's, as it happens. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Not when it's a physical date. Wow. The actual date it happens. Okay. And then we're going to, we're going to have to, in our text chat, have to once a title change happens we won't always be doing this on the podcast we'll update people on the podcast but when a title change happens yeah. we'll have to all submit our picks again to Correct. rich and i'm keeping track of it too rich just in case so. cool tope oh motherfucker johnny gargano <clears throat> Ooh. Mm. interesting spicy okay. your dick wrestling for the North America. Oh, but he just did it to fuck Rich over. Never mind. Because <laughs> Gargano's only going for the North American title at Correct. TakeOver. We're going to run out of wrestlers, man. By the end of the year, every time a title changes, holy shit. Yeah. That, that's why I wanted to get as many companies in there as possible, just because it's going to be a lot. Um, and just, also, just to clarify, so I'll, I'll go ahead and give everyone the list right now. This is who we are looking for to lose their championship. You are looking for Brock Lesnar. Daniel Bryan, Asuka, Ronda Rousey, Tommaso Ciampa, Shayna Baszler, Johnny Impact, Taya Valkyrie, Jay Lethal, or Hiroshi Tanahashi to lose their title. Correct. One of those titles changes hands, then it resets. And if you had one of the person that wins it, you will get the point. So with that, let's... Recap 2018's year in predictions and get the 2019 predictions. Uh, so, Augie, your series. I don't know which one of these are serious and silly. 
Uh, your serious prediction was that Sami Zayn would win two titles in WWE. Uh, missed it by a lot, but, you know, I like what you're thinking. Your silly prediction was that Baron Corbin was going to leave the WWE, I guess. I don't know why that was so silly. His hair um, left. His hair <laughs> left, so I'll give, you, I'll, give you, I'll give you partial credit. Uh, mine, uh, my silly pick was that uh, Finn Balor was going to retire Kane at WrestleMania. <laughs> and my serious pick was there would be a massive drug scandal. I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. Uh, Tope was going to be uh, Daniel Bryan wrestles, so Tope hit his serious. His silly pick was that Mojo Raleigh would pin AJ Styles at some point. <laughs> uh, Rich's uh, silly pick actually kind of happened. There would be some sort of Jeff Jarrett Elias moment, and they had a table for three together, so that actually hit. And uh, Kofi Kingston would win the WWE Championship. That didn't happen. Spencer is the Nostradamus of Podswoggle. He said his serious prediction would there would be a Bullet Club split. You're goddamn right that happened. His silly prediction would be that a kid would wrestle and the kid won a goddamn title at WrestleMania. <laughs> He's undefeated, uh, baby! Wow. Damn. Uh, and Widden didn't give picks last year. So, Widden, I will let you start. What is your crazy and realistic prediction for 2018? Okay. Or 19. Sorry, 19. Sorry. 19. Uh, our real prediction is that a wrestler who is currently not on the WWE main roster will win a main roster title by the end of the year. Okay. So non-main roster wins a main roster title. A world yes. title. A world title? Yeah. A, a, any, any, any title. Okay. Any title. Okay. Um, You're silly, prediction. No, no, you know what? Let's go fucking hard. World title. Cool. Silly prediction. Um, Silly prediction is... I don't. I don't know, man. One of the mass singers on Fox is going to be a wrestler. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, like if the first week is Antonio Brown, who the hell is it going to be for the next couple of weeks? Like, I love that you're the only person I know of that is knows anything about that show, out yeah. loud, or is willing to admit it. I was about to say because I also I know who the second person eliminated was, and you are incorrect, sir. Oh, who was the second person? I'm Tommy Chuck. Tommy Chong? <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. That's the worst show of all time. Tope, go ahead. <laughs> that's my. That was my uh, serious prediction. Uh, no, my serious prediction is that, unfortunately, uh, a, uh, Daniel Bryan will have an injury that will take him out for at least two months. We keep fucking with Daniel Bryan. You make a crazy prediction he's going to wrestle, and then you fucking take it right back from him. Oh no, my my serious one was he was gonna wrestle. Yeah, that was a serious one. <laughs> <laughs> I knew he was gonna wrestle. And then my crazy one is uh the uh Omega will get pinned by a woman. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't say any wrestling match. Yeah. Uh, Rich. (laughs) All right. My uh, realistic uh, prediction is that um, the first and only uh, wrestler to grace the cover of Sports Illustrated was Hulk Hogan in uh, 1985. Uh, There will be a second this year, um, and it will be a woman. Extra prediction, it'll be Becky Lynch. That's a good I one. I love that. Yeah. That's a very um, good one. It's very thoughtful. Thank you. Thank you. Um, my wild prediction 
is that there will be a storyline that will uh, center around or at least feature uh, eating ass. <laughs> is it in, in any major company? Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. It's popular with the kids these days, huh? Eating ass. <laughs> hey, Miss Carter. Hey, Miss Carter. Yeah. If the character is specifically uh, Stacy the Cat Carter, I'll give you double points. Uh, also, <laughs> Miss Carter. Miss Carter. It's Miss Parker. Miss Parker. That's right. Sorry. Yeah. So if it's WNBA star Candace Parker, I'll give you double the points. Um. Uh, also, I can't wait for Mattel's reaction to that. Uh, so mine, <laughs> uh, my serious pick, uh, we've got a lot of women's things going on here, so I'm going to do it. We will have an, a serious intergender match on a WWE pay-per-view this year. Not okay. like Natalia versus El Torito or fucking Asuka versus James Ellsworth. Like a legitimate man versus woman match in WWE pay-per-view. You took my uh, prediction. Fuck, really? Damn. Fuck. Damn. Now I'm on the I fucking hot seat. Shit. I still, I'm saving you for last, too, because you were fucking Nostradamus over here. So. Uh, my silly prediction is, man, everyone getting divorced. I want there to be like six divorces in wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> what, hap- what happened at WrestleMania 31 to love, or 32, <clears throat> or whatever the fuck, to love is love is love is love is love? What happened is John Cena and Nikki Bella are insane people and they didn't deserve it. So guess what? <laughs> Oos and Naomi, man, they got a storyline where they're, they're having trouble. They're having trouble. They're gone. Rusev and Lana, and I'm going to leave them alone because they might be having a baby. So they're fine. Um... Fucking Johnny and Candace. Fuck them. Um, who else? Who else is married? Vince uh, and Linda. Vince <laughs> and Linda. 50 years in the making. Fuck them. Six divorces. I'm calling it. Augie. Okay. Um, I think this is a realistic prediction. Um, you guys were mentioning we were talking a lot about AEW, and they, they need some... There's another big surprise, and this dude's been missed, and... MMA ain't working out for them, so I think they're going to go out and get CM Punk, hopefully. I don't know if that's realistic or not, but fuck, I hope it happens. <laughs> I don't know. Is it, it realistic or not? It could happen. Make what? My crazy prediction was going to be like New Jack will not murder anybody, but that's like too crazy that it won't happen. So, uh... I, this let's just go one step higher with the craziness and i mean wwe made amends with bret hart they made amends with hogan apparently so why can't they do it with cm punk stop making punk predictions (laughs) (laughs) no legitimately though i think punk to AEW would be fucking the tits but um i think what i was trying to say is you know uh punk you know he mends the wounds goes out on monday night raw and then the very next night on Tuesday night, Titans to lights, fucking comes out on AEW show. Oh, I thought you were gonna say comes up Tuesday night and it has to eat Vince McMahon's ass, making yours come true. <laughs> it's the Eat My Ass Club. <laughs> well, pal, we're gonna go out there and you're gonna eat my ass. I told you I owed you one. <laughs> Uh, All right. So like I said, you took my my original uh, serious prediction, which was a woman will wrestle a man in a singles match in WWE. Uh, So let's nix that. 
Um, so my new a man will wrestle a woman in a WWE <laughs> singles match. Yeah, my my new serious prediction is uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin will perform in AEW in some capacity. Oh, that is oh. a good. That is a great yeah. fuck. The yeah. fact that none of us have we even talked, talked about, about that. Fuck. Yeah. God damn it! You're really good. yeah. And really be better victims for how much you predict the future. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. My crazy prediction. Uh, I don't. I, I won't get too specific, but Vince will step down uh, as head of WWE this year. Maybe Triple H steps up. I mean, XFL is on the horizon. I love that that's the silly prediction that, like, man, that ain't fucking happening. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> it should be our prediction every year, seriously. But the man's a goddamn animal. So, all right. Well, I love all these. And Rich decided to talk about eating ass tonight. So, yeah. <laughs> so, we will see what the fuck happens in 2020. Thank you guys for listening to this week's episode of Podswoggle Wrestling Podcast with Entertainment. As always, go to arcadeaudio.net for this podcast and the other podcasts in our network of shows. Please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Go to patreon.com slash arcadeaudio for bonus content, joining the Discord, and great benefits uh, just from giving us a little bit of scratch every single month. And just for supporting the cause in general. All social media, please follow us on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram, on uh, Twitch for the fourth annual Podswoggle Rumble, Royal Rumble Sunday. Uh, that's January 27th, starting at 3 p.m. Eastern, plus the first ever 30 women's heels and heels Royal Rumble. They've already sent me five of the participants, and they are oh so spicy already. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, follow us on YouTube for the P1 Pinnacle every single Monday. During Monday Night Raw now, you can go over and check out the newest episode of the P1 Pinnacle. Be on the lookout for an episode coming up with Andrew Humphrey <laughs> and an episode coming out with Tope Adabanjo as my guest commentators. If Art Donovan were alive, I would get him, but Tope was a good replacement. Uh, <laughs> and, and make sure you're hitting up the Potswoggle mailbag, arcadeaudio.net slash Potswoggle mailbag, and our email, potswoggle at gmail.com. Anybody else have anything else they want to plug? Uh... I will go ahead and plug in, and Spencer's got the biggie. Uh, I uh, am performing on the 13th with my comedy sports uh, house team, Cosmic. Uh, come see us. If you don't see us, you're fucking dumb. Uh, and, <laughs> That's a tagline, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and I'm uh, sitting in again with Horror of Terror on the 25th. Uh, it's an improvised uh, horror movie, and it was a shit ton of fun I did last month, and it was fucking great. Also, yeah, go ahead. Yep. So, uh, everyone's basically aware I do a, a comedy quiz show um, called Let Sleeping Dogs Lie, but um, I've got a very big one coming up on the horizon on Monday, February 4th. Uh, we're going to do a little um, Star Wars team versus wrestling team. So, uh, I've got uh, my good friends Johnny O'Mara, James D'Amato, and Pranks Paul representing the Star Wars uh, side. And I've got my other very good friends, uh, Marty DeRosa, Sarah Shockey, and Colt Cabana uh, on the other side. So go ahead and make sure you're tuning in live um, if you can't be in Chicago. Uh, well, if you can't be in Chicago, it's at the Crowd Theater at 8 p.m. Uh, if you can't be here, you can watch it live at twitch.tv slash thecrowdcomedy. Um, uh, or otherwise, you can uh, subscribe to the podcast um, anywhere you get your podcast from, uh, Let Sleeping Dogs Lie. 
uh, and check that one out when it airs. I'm very excited about that one. Yeah, don't fucking miss that one. Yeah. Yeah. I got Colt Cabana on my show. God damn it. (laughs) It's the big one. Um, I can't wait for that. That's going to be so awesome. Um, So make sure you're checking out. Everywhere Spencer said, everywhere we talked yeah. about. It's February, February 4th, February 4th, February yes. 4th. Yes, and we'll be talking about it, uh, not next week, because we recorded next week's episode like three weeks ago. But for the other two episodes we're going to be recording before then, we will be promoting it hella, 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 so last week for spencer rich and i was tenacious d this week is that one background actor from Chappelle's show. <laughs> um <laughs> Whedon, final thoughts uh the <laughs> next uh southern underground pro wrestling show here in nashville it's on january 20th a lot of good matches very excited but uh, boys, I'm probably going to bring some sort of like poncho with me or something because in the main event facing off against the champion is fucking Nick Gage. Oh, I thought you were going to say Gallagher. Yeah, me too. I was like, <laughs> get so Gallagher. ready for Gallagher. <laughs> He's brought a foreign Nick weapon Gallagher. with him. <laughs> it's a sledgematic. <laughs> like, like me and my friends, we stand close enough. Like, we're pretty fucking close to the ring so we can like reach out and touch wrestlers and everything like that. Nick, Nick Gage walks Nick by. Gage. He walks by me. I'm putting both my hands in my pockets, and I'm just gonna put my head down and just not not even look in his eyes because I feel like if I look in his eyes, I'm gonna die. We didn't touch Nick Gage. Fuck it. <laughs> no. Fun. Get him on the show. Touch him and go. Excuse me, sir. Will you be on my podcast? <laughs> sure. Sure. I'll do it. Just, sure. I'll do it when he's walking. When he's walking into the ring. When he's walking it's- by, just grab his shoulder and go, "Hey." <laughs> All right, Spider Verse. I, I have a bank robbery podcast. I mean, a wrestling podcast. <laughs> uh, Spencer, final thoughts? No. Which Rich final thoughts? Uh, this is my impression of Art Donovan as Tope at a banjo. How much this guy fuck? <laughs> <laughs> you guys used to do this. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Art, who's your pick for the uh, for the winner of the tournament tonight? Johnny Sins. <laughs> Johnny Sins, huh? That's your that's, that's your guy, huh? <laughs> Says a lot about you. I'm a I'm a Manuel Ferrara kind of guy. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just quoting because Tope tried to pick Johnny Sins for the P1 Pinnacle. Okay, uh, Augie, Augie, final thoughts. <laughs> Uh, just a, a huge, a huge, uh, thank you to all of our fans for voting on, for on the swaggies on writing in the mailbag and allowing us to continue to record because then that allows me to hear mullet tell stories about Scott Steiner getting a lap dance from a girl named Scarlett Bordeaux, <laughs> which in turn I then search for while we're continue to record. Oh, and no. I'm now following her on Instagram. Thank you. Just a big, big thank you to all of our fans. Gosh. <laughs> oh, you want me to uh, introduce you next time you're up here? We've met. Oh. Please. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This, this, yeah. this is all. This is. Yeah. This is the. We're going the opposite direction of the fucking planet right now. <laughs> uh, speaking of. I don't do segments at the end of the show, but speaking of going the opposite direction of the planet. Tope, final thoughts. 
Uh, the way I start everything is going to be the way that I end my final thoughts. Apologies to Sasha Banks. And you know what? All women kind and happy birthday, Augie. Happy birthday, <laughs> Augie. And rest in peace, Abe Vigoda. Um, that's going to be for the other batch of shows we haven't recorded yet. Why do we start talking about Abe Vigoda, Tope? I don't remember. I, I don't remember recording podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great point. It's a really good point. For Tope, for Widden, for Spencer, for Augie. For Rich and for Augie's restraining order. This is Mullet signing off for Podswoggle, a wrestling podcast for entertainment. We are slogging off. I'm pretty sure uh, we've told you about her on many occasions, Augie. Yeah, yeah, probably. I just didn't think the search. And what's up with my birthday? <laughs> yeah, happy birthday. Yeah, happy okay. birthday. Also, I'm so proud of you to spell that name. Close you fucking door. stole the joke I was going to make. <laughs> Oh boy. (laughs) It's truth and comedy because I had to spell like five times wrong and I've known who she was for like a decade. (laughs) And you've never said her name right out loud, I think. (laughs) You always fuck it up. Scarlet Begonia. Bordux. Scarlet Begonia. (laughs) <laughs> Sp- Scarlet Vagoda <laughs> Scape Vagoda <laughs> That's Whoa. how we started Yeah, it's probably yeah, That's exactly it yeah. That's, that's the name of a witch Scarlet Bordeaux actually went right into Abe Vagoda yep. <laughs> My erection wanted to kill itself Scape Vagoda <laughs> <laughs> she, didn't didn't Scape Bagoda deny my car insurance? <laughs> Bro, one of my yeah, favorites no. of all time were Scape Vagoda. There's a picture with her and I the great colleagues. So that's nice. Oh fuck. Also nice. my favorite my favorite uh I think it's the Kinks, right? A It's not the Kinks. Wait, is it the Kinks? Shit, who is it? The Kinks, I think. Eh, maybe it's close enough. It's close enough. Hey Alexa, who sang My Sharona? What'd she say? The Knack. The Knack. The Knack. I was close. Damn it. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.